0: And the hope, the hope really is that they can take the money that they've saved and buy the new furniture that they need for their next house or put it in a college fund or take the anniversary trip that they've been wanting to take for 20 years. It's it's really just to, you know, help them achieve their goals. and, And that's where we feel like we can really, really provide some value.
1: Yeah, that's that's super interesting. This is the first time I've heard of, you know, like you said, just a just a disruption in the pricing model of of doing real estate that just standard three percent. You know, it just yeah. seems to be where it's at. And you know, it it welcome to the J CFO show. I am your host, Jeremy Wells, and with me today is Matt Vaughn. Matt, gonna turn it over to you real quick and just tell us about who you are, what you're doing, and going to turn it over to you. Thank you so much for being on the show.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks first of all for for having me. I've been really looking forward to being on here. So originally from North Alabama, moved to Nashville uh, six and a half years ago and started working in supply chain. Uh, Started in freight forwarding and then moved more on the domestic side working for Mars Pet Care. Uh, and just realized, woke up one day and realized that I really wanted to do something different, uh, it, where I felt like I could add value to people. It's, it's always nice when you can add value to a company, but I really felt like I didn't have that social interaction that I was looking for and, and I wanted to help people. And I thought that real estate would be a good way for me to do that.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So what particularly within real estate are you doing?
0: Yeah. So residential sales, uh, there've been some commercial opportunities that have presented themselves, but at this point it's not really a focus. Uh, I really enjoy working in residential sales and working with buyers. Uh, I enjoy listings as well, but there's, there's something special about working with a first time home buyer. And, and being able to guide them through the process and get to the end of it and uh, have them in their first home. It's really cool.
1: Do you think that people, especially those first-time homebuyers, do you think people have enough knowledge of what it takes to buy a house and what goes into buying a home when they get to that point? Are, do, we, do we have enough knowledge as a, as a consumer base to, to get into that?
0: Yeah. You know, I think, uh, there's, there's a lot of material out there. Um, you know, for, for me, I think you could relate it to financial planning. There's a, a ton of books that, that you could read about financial planning, but there's, there's something about having someone guide you through the process that provides an extra level of confidence. Um, so uh, yes, there is plenty of information Um, but what, what I found is that people still want someone to help them, uh, through that process. And, and that's, that's where we come in.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So what, what have you seen that tends to, you know, make it more or less difficult for first time home buyers? What are some things that tend to trip people up and what are some things people can do to set themselves up for a smoother process?
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question. So uh, I think first and foremost, everyone knows somebody who has bought and sold a home. Uh, and so those are typically the first people that they talk to. A lot of times it's their parents, but their parents may not have bought a home for 20 years or 30 years. Uh, yeah. And so I would say in general that real estate hasn't changed much over the last 30 years, but it has changed some. I mean, You know, we have uh, DocuSign now, which is fantastic uh, because you don't have to go around and and have people sign physical copies. Um, But, you know, I think that a, a lot of people get a lot of different messages. And so a lot of times they don't hear things about other costs associated with it. So, for example, a lot of people know that they need to bring a down payment. A lot of people even know that, you know, it's great if you can put 20% down. Uh, but what they don't know is you don't have to put 20% down. Uh, you know, what they don't know is that you have to factor in closing costs. And depending on, you know, who your lender is, that's going to vary. Uh, you know, they don't know that as a first-time homebuyer, especially that, yeah, you know, they don't know that you have to pay for the inspection out of pocket. That's another added cost. Uh, they don't know that, yes, you have to get an appraisal, uh, but that's also something that oftentimes you have to pay out of pocket for. And so I think that in general, there's a lot more information, but there's still a lot of gaps. Mm,
1: gotcha. Gotcha. So when, you know, someone comes in and says, uh, what does that first conversation look like? Is it somebody that is it usually somebody that they've just got their heart set on a property or they have no clue what they're looking for and, and how do you get the ball rolling? Uh, yeah, with but, somebody that that's a new client. Of
0: yours? Yeah. Ba- based on my experience, um, you know, I think it's really important to have, you know, what, what we would call a discovery call where you just have, um, you know, 10, 15 minutes where you can connect with them, introduce yourself and, and find out exactly what they want to do. Um, it's definitely not a, a sales pitch. It's just kind of a, an informational discovery call. Um, and from there, what, what we like to do is have a buyer or listing consultation meeting, uh, that could be virtual, uh, if they're remote or, Uh, I I really enjoy in-person meetings, but we like to meet people where they're at. Uh, And so, you know, I think we're, we're in the service industry. And so I think meeting people where they're at and meeting their needs is, is priority. So that, that consultation call is key. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what, you know,
1: see a lot of realtors running around every, you know, what is it, what does an average day look like for a realtor?
0: Yeah, so average day, it's going to depend on, you know, what your focus is. I think for residential sales, what I do specifically, uh, I I like to get going and be in the office or have my first meeting at or before eight. Um, I really like to get started early. And from that, that may be, you know, a coffee meeting um, with a potential client or client or breakfast. I love pancakes. Uh, so those, those are always fun. Um, but sometimes too, it, you know, I I like to, to meet with partners, vendors, you know, whether it's a a lender, I had a a lender meeting this morning and we're currently working on hosting a, a whiskey tasting. And so it's, one of my passions and and I like to share that with people. And so I've incorporated that into my business. Um, and then, you know, after, after my morning meetings, then I'll go into the office, uh, follow up with some other clients, uh, do more event planning. Uh, and then typically I'll have a lunch appointment and then in the afternoons, I like to do more lead generation, calling or you know what a lot of people know is cold calling and just following up with online leads. Um, it was a really cool experience the other day. I was, I think I'd called about 30 people hmm. and talked to this lady named Sherry and she just kind of opened up to me and she said, which did, well, first of all, it doesn't happen super often. Uh, most people aren't available and that's okay. Uh, but but Sherry was in a very unique situation. She realized that she really needed to downsize. She was moving into the next phase of her life, uh, but had gotten taken advantage of by a contractor. And, it, you know, it was one of those moments where she really needs to move on, but she's not sure how to do it. And so there's a, a few things that she's still trying to get done, uh, but you know, we have the opportunity uh, to come alongside her and, and help her get to where she needs to be. And, and so that was really cool. And I think that's you know, one thing that you miss out on when you don't have um, cold calling as a part of your process. Um, it's a great way to talk to and meet new people. Sure. There are always going to be people that don't want to talk to you that say, remove me from your list. And that's okay. Uh, yeah. But every now and then you get a Sherry and it's just really rewarding to be able to come alongside those people and help them.
1: Yeah. that That's really interesting. I think, you know, in, in 2020, uh, you know with with so many different lead generation strategies out there it always seems you know yeah. i i, I look through my facebook profile and i've got a million sponsored posts from people that want to help yeah. me with my lead gen and and yeah. you know all this kind of stuff and really it just comes down to you you just have to cast a wide net It's, it, you know, when it comes to actually serving clients, it's quality over quantity, but when it comes to finding those people, it's still very much a matter of quantity,
0: just getting out there to as
1: many people as you can.
0: It it is. And, you know, you you have to have thick skin, like you you just do. Um, You know, I think scripting can kind of help you overcome some of the challenges. Uh, And it doesn't mean that it's not genuine. It just helps you guide the neck, the, the conversation and so you know a lot of people don't want to do that uh but it it does work and so it doesn't have to be the the only thing that you do it just needs to be a part of what you do i think one of the things that i found uh so for for context i've had my license for about a year actually a little little over a year uh went full-time back in april of last year and you know it's it's been really good um Definitely have had its challenges, but it's been good. Uh, And my main focus is that I work my network, but eventually you're going to run through your network and (laughs) you need to continually add people to your network. If you want to build a good referrals based business, which anyone in this industry should want to build a referrals based business.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You only so long before you run out of family and friends
1: and you got to start <laughs> talking to strangers. <laughs> you, you got to, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. 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 Good deal. Good deal. So, you know, you, you brought up challenges. What are some of the challenges, you know, after a year of, you know, running almost a year of running real estate full time, what are some of the, you know, one or two of the biggest challenges and how have you taken on sure.
0: those challenges? Sure. So the the largest challenge is what we just discussed, and that's that's lead generation. Anyone that gets into the business, um, most brokerages aren't going to be feeding you leads, uh, and that's that's really difficult uh, because you've really got to get out there and you've got to meet people. Um, and whether it's financial planning or whether it's real estate, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to build out your network and write down all the people that you know. Um, and, and what I do is and how I you know, worked through that challenge is I just started talking to the people that I know and letting mm. people know that I, what I do now is, is real estate. I would say that's probably the second biggest challenge <laughs> is overcoming people's perception of what I do and, and why I do it. Uh, and so before it was, Oh, you know, well, Matt, Matt does supply chain. And yeah, that, that's what I did. But that's not who I am. Uh, and you know, sometimes now people still see me as Matt in supply chain. It just takes time. And, and that's the thing with real estate, you really have to be patient. Um, and I would say, you know, it's the same for financial planning too. any, any kind of industry that's, that's built on sales and providing uh you know a service for people you you just have to be patient and you have to keep working at it and it's hard like it is it's not a get rich quick scheme um you know if if you're looking for an industry that you know, you can work as little as possible and make the most amount of money as possible in the shortest amount of time. Real estate is not for you. (laughs) (laughs) So like you, you have to, you have to hustle and you have to work hard. Uh, And so, you know, it's, it's tempting some days to start at 10. um, But if you really want to make it, like you you need to get up early and, and you need to get started and get going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I came in to this field from, you know, a profession that was not based on sales at all. Um, Yeah. It it was not even, it was, it was public sector. It wasn't even private sector. Right. So, you know, it really wasn't, uh, you know, much of a business field. And then I came into this and, you know, there's such a negative connotation out there about sales and and about networking and lead generation, all these different kinds of terms. And then, you know, you, you get into the field to help people and the yeah. only way you can help people is to let people know that you're there to help them. Right. So, you yeah. know, you have to get over that initial negative connotation. You have to get over that. Yeah. People are just going to see you as a salesman and yeah. actually get out there and tell people, this is what I do. Here's how I can help
0: you. Well, and I think to specifically with real estate, you have a lot of people who do it part time and the reality is, is People always ask me this question, can you do real estate part-time? Yes, of course you can do it part-time. What people don't ask me very often is should I do it part-time? And I would say no, (laughs) because it's about, uh, it's about repetitions. You know, if you go to the gym one day a week, you're not going to be really good at going to the gym. You're not going to be really fit if you go to the gym five or six days a week and you're doing it all the time and you're dieting then guess what you're going to be really good at going to the gym you're going to be really fit and i think real estate works the same way like you have to do it often if you're going to be good at it and the reality is is that our clients deserve that and so yeah always encourage people hey if you want to do it part time it's possible but you know yeah. you should you should really do it full time if this is what you want to do there's plenty of other ways that you can make yeah. side money
1: yeah right right exactly and i you know i know just from the business side of things that it's really quick and easy to tell at least on paper yeah. whether somebody is really committed to this yeah. part, you know and yeah. the ones that are committed it, it takes some time, right? It takes some time to build that up. And you know, your first year or two, you're not going to sell seven figures worth of property, but you are going to start building up your network. You're going to start building up that referral base. You're going to be doing those kinds of things. And at some point you'll be able to cash in on that. If you're putting in, like you say, if you're putting in the full time, that it takes to start building all that up. If people see you as part-time, they're going to treat you as part-time and they're not going to refer business to you. They're not going to take you seriously. They're not going to think of you first when they want to put their house up for sale
0: or when they start looking for a house. Right. Well, I think too, you know, it's, if you want to build a good business and you want to build a good referrals based business and you want to succeed, you have to put other people's needs in front of your own and trust that when you take care of other people, that they're going to take care of you. And I think maybe sometimes that's where the negative connotation with realtors comes from, is that you know people think that we're just trying to uh, to get to the next transaction. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and in a lot of you know, and sometimes yeah it's, yeah, it's it's if you want to be successful, you need to close transactions. Right. But like you can't you can't go into it thinking that you're going to come out and three years making you know six hundred thousand dollars um and you're gonna do whatever it takes to get there at the expense of other people like that's just no way to do business
1: yeah yeah well yeah and i you know you said closing transactions right it's it's 30 days to closing we shake hands we take a picture and then we're done but you know you you actually start moving into that house and stuff Stuff that the inspector didn't find, stuff that the appraiser didn't see, you know, all those kinds of things that, you know, a week after you move in and things start to settle and suddenly you realize there is a leak somewhere or the AC isn't, you know, as new as you thought it was and all these kinds of things. And, you know, especially if you're new to the area, you know, who are you going to call, right, that is supposed to know all these people for you? It's going to be the realtor.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. And the thing yep. is, like, you have to be available, like part. Your job doesn't end when the papers are signed. You yep. you have to continue to be available and do what you can to help people. Um, and, and that's how you provide a level of service that people want to refer you to. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, I I I work exactly the same way. You know, I'm I'm a tax professional. My yeah. my work for you doesn't end on April 15th. You know, because yeah. April, you, you know, we get we get we get your tax return for last year done. That's great. But do you have questions about this year? Are there steps that we can do in the next six months to put you in a better position for next year when we yeah. do this year's tax return? You know, and so these kinds of you know ongoing seeing the relationship as ongoing, not just getting to the finish line. Right. But it's a marathon, not a, not a sprint. You know, you, it, it, it's almost a continual process, right. Because these issues are going to keep coming up, you know, and, and transitioning from like you're saying, especially with first time home buyers, when we bought our first house, you know, I, we had no clue, you know, we had no clue what we were doing. And so we leaned on our realtor for weeks after that about, and you know, it's not even that, uh, you know, you, you need, you need repairmen, you need plumbers and that kind of stuff. It's just, you know, just because you got through closing doesn't mean, you know, okay, so when is our first mortgage payment due? You know, when, you know, how do we make sure that the home insurance is set up properly? You know, do we need the home warranties that we're getting all this, you know, mail about that? You know, yeah. what do we do with all this stuff?
0: Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, you know, for me, I may not have answers to, you know, when your first mortgage payment is or, uh, you know things like that. But what I will know is that you need to talk to your lender, and I can right. say, hey, you know, I would I would call Mike because Mike's going to be able to help you with that. Sometimes just having the guidance, I think, is is really what what we're here for.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So so yeah, I I agree 100. I'm I'm really excited for this year because we're actually going to be offering a flat rate price on listings. Really? And, and so, you know, I think nowadays that the industry is changing. Uh, you have people like, uh, you know, non-real estate companies like Amazon who partner with, uh, Realogy, um, you've got a lot of people who see the opportunity for disruption in this industry because it's been largely unchanged for the last 40 years. Um, Consumers now, because of technology have so much more at their fingertips. Most people now find their own house. I can't tell you, like I I spend a lot of time looking for houses for clients and a lot of the deals that, uh, you know, I've closed they actually found the house. It wasn't because I wasn't looking. It was, we were looking at different times. And so, you know, the, the service that, that we provide, you know, has changed and, you know, we never want our value to be tied, um, you know, to the equity that someone has in their house. We want it to be tied to the service that we provide. And so, you know, what, we've done is we've put together four pricing options and people can choose, you know, what service option works best for them and it's going to save people a lot of money. Like aside from the service that we provide, we will, you know, what's the best way to add value to someone and that's to save them money. Yeah. And so we, we think that we've got an offering that's really going to be able to change people's lives and we're really excited about it.
1: That is super interesting, yeah. Because you know, it, it's one of those things where th- there is some uh, some lack of transparency in mm-hmm. terms of you know on the consumer side, right? You know, yeah. you 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 like I said, it, it it's thirty days of holding your fingers crossed, hoping you you get to closing and everything at closing goes well, and then they put you know this six inch stack of paperwork down and yeah. they tell you to sign all you know flip a few pages, sign here, flip a few pages, initial here. And you have no idea what any of this means, and then all of yeah. a sudden it's okay. Here's how much you need to write the check for, and yeah. I, you know, th- th- there's no idea where these numbers came from, right? And I know, you know, you get the HUD one statement that that breaks it all down for you, but you know, when you're in the room and you spent 30 days hoping this thing works out, and all you want to do yeah. is get the keys and move on, you know, or hand over yeah. the keys and move on. It, you know, all that kind of just detailed information just goes by the wayside. And so, yep. you know, it, 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 there is a lack of transparency there. And it sounds like, you know, when you simplify the the, the, the cost, when you simplify yep. the way we calculate that cost, it it, it adds transparency to it and makes it easier, you know, it should make it easier to, to yeah. accept that deal.
0: Yeah, and, and the way that the offering works, so it's it's on the list side. And so we're going to be launching that, uh, March 1st and typically it's, you know, industry standard has been, you know, between five and 6% of whatever the sales price is, is what you pay out commission. You still have the buy side, but that's negotiable. It's really up to the seller, what they're going to offer the buyer's agent. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we always encourage people, Hey, you know, 3% is industry standard, but it, you know, it's, it's up to you what you want to offer. However, the listing fee for this is where we really have the opportunity to save you a lot of money. Yeah. And so the, the feedback that we've gotten so far has been really positive. Uh, I don't know anyone that doesn't want to save money. Uh, And and the hope, the hope really is that they can take the money that they've saved and buy the new furniture that they need for their next house or put it in a college fund or take the anniversary trip that they've been wanting to take for 20 years. It's it's really just to, you know, help them achieve their goals. and, And that's where we feel like we can really, really provide some value. Yeah, that's that's super interesting. This
1: is the first time I've heard of you know, like you said, just a just a disruption in the pricing model of of doing real estate that just standard three percent. You know, it just yeah. seems to be where it's at. And you know, it it you, you know, you can only control your side. You can't control the other side. But you know, to yeah. to to change it up on one side maybe opens up the gate for you know pr- yeah. producing some change on the other side too. Yeah. And then you know, we can we can start to see a shake up in the way real yeah. estate is back. Be-
0: yeah. yeah, I was just going to say our, our goal as a company is that we want to be able to save 10,000 families, a hundred million dollars within the nice. next five years. Wow. Wow. That's, and, and, I
1: love that stretch goal. Yeah.
0: That, yeah. 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 Well, it's just, it's, it's client centric. Yeah. And I think for a long time the industry has been agent centric and it's just, it's time for a change. We need to work for people, not for ourselves.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it, being an accountant, you know, if I, I, I can't, I can't cause my clients to go broke trying to afford my services. Right. You know, I have to, (laughs) I have to, I have to compare, you know, what it's going to, you know, what's a a reasonable rate of return for me to do this work. But I've also got to look at, you know, what am I actually, what value am I bringing to the client in terms of financial return? You know, if I'm, if I'm saving a client, x amount in taxes then it's only fair that i only think of my value as some portion of that not some number that has nothing to do with it you know and so i've got to look at what's the relationship between the value i'm actually bringing to the client and what's the value of provide doing this service to me
0: yeah and yeah it has to be mutually beneficial yeah for sure
1: absolutely absolutely no you you touched on technology and obviously this is something that you know a lot i mean every realtor out there should be aware of it if they're not already but you know we do have i mean obviously zillow you know i mean my my wife loves spending free time looking at everything that's available on zillow and yeah. but, you know every now and then she'll she'll see something she might be a little interested in it she just wants some more information and it's still you know you've got to you've got to verify some of these things i is yeah. this the right uh, number for the HOA dues? Can this be right? right. You know, is this, right. is this mortgage calculator really accurate? Is, yeah. you know, I, are these pictures, I can't really get a tell of how the, you know, house actually looks and feels. Can we go see yeah. inside the house? There's still those things that, you know, that, that a website will never be able to replace, you know, that a realtor yeah. can do for you. Yeah.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. 100% but it's it's going to be interesting. I think the way that real estate's done is going to be drastically different over the next 5 to 10 years.
1: Yeah and and you know in accounting we have the exact same thing right you know i mean a a lot of doing tax returns is data entry a lot of doing bookkeeping is applying rules to transactions that a computer can learn but at the same point there is a level of you still need a human who understands the field understands how business works that's looking over this that's reviewing this so there's still very much
0: room for a human element sure Sure. A hundred percent. It's, it's funny as, um, as you know, different generations age, you know, I, I'm 30, I'll be 31 this year. And it's, it's incredible to see, you know, the the speed at which technology is changing. Yeah. Uh, I remember when the internet didn't exist yeah. and now we have, we have smartphones and, and those are those are changing. And you know, the way that kids today interact with technology um, you know is is incredible. And and so I really believe that technology is gonna continue yeah. to change the landscape of how yeah. we do business.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's going to be it's going to be really interesting and I and I think you're right. I think it it that you know, it, a lot of fields out there are doing what they can to either to yeah. either disrupt or get ahead of the disruption the that the inevitable disruption. And yeah. real estate seems to be a little resistant to that. You know, real estate yeah. seems to to be less willing to say let's jump out ahead of this. And, yeah. and it, it seems more of like a, let's just hope it doesn't hurt us as bad as it could. Right? Yeah. Well, and it's, it's fairly
0: fragmented too. I mean, yeah. you know, with the way real estate's done in Nashville, isn't the same way that it's done in hmm. uh, Las Vegas. And it's not the same way that it's done in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, yeah. Maybe the process as a whole, is really similar, but I mean, states have a say in, in what you can and can't do. And, and so, yeah, I mean, that's, (laughs) that's the other side of it that I'll be interested to see how that, how that changes Um, the
1: legal regulations and all that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. From, from state to state. Right. And and so, you know, everyone can Amazon sell me a
1: house, right. You know, can Amazon sell me a house? Is that, (laughs) right yeah. I mean, as far as the regulations as far you know is amazon going to take care of the appraisal and the inspection for me you know all these yeah. different kinds of things like it's it's just going to be interesting to see how all that shakes out
0: yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent. yeah all right matt
1: well you know it's been great thank you very much um I appreciate you coming on here so yeah. if if you know right at the end here you know if, if somebody is you know talking about the future of the field here if somebody's thinking about getting into real estate today, um, you know, what, what's your biggest recommendation to them? Where, where would you tell them to go to get started?
0: Yeah. I think, uh, the the first piece of advice that I would give someone is it's going to be hard. Uh, and like we talked about, if you're looking to get rich quick, like this is not for you.
1: Um,
0: secondly, I would say, You need to save about six months worth of expenses before you jump in Um, because you need to be full-time and you're probably not going to close your first deal until you're about six months in. Everyone's typically on average about three to six months out. People who are actually looking to buy a house. Um, And they go through a discovery phase Uh, and, and I have a client right now, we We've been looking, um, for, I think we had our first conversation back in May of last year and it just takes time because everyone's in a different season of life. Yeah. Uh, and so you need to try and plan for that. That's the other thing. Have a plan. <laughs> don't, yeah. Yeah. don't just go into it without one. Uh, don't get sick of your job one day and decide, no, I'm done. I quit. I'm going to go do real estate because, yeah you'll be in for a reawakening. Like it's, it's challenging. And, you know, I think lastly, it's just find a mentor, uh, find a brokerage that is going to support you and a broker who is available, who's going to be invested in seeing you grow. Uh, you know, any, any good broker is going to want to see you succeed. Uh, Because that's how they succeed. And at the end of the day, you know, people need to be able to experience, you know, a consistent level of service. And that only happens through having good leadership and being educated and being an expert at what you do. And that just takes time. And that, so I guess that's the last thing. Be patient (laughs) because it's going to take time
1: time and money. Look, <laughs> a, yeah, a little bit about, yeah, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good deal. Matt, if listeners want to get a hold of you, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out to you?
0: Yeah. Uh, so send me an email. Uh, my, my email address is mvaughn at scoutrealty.com. So feel free to shoot me an email anytime. I'd love to talk to you. Gotcha. And we'll have that in the description and the show notes
1: for anybody that wants to get in touch with Matt. Matt, thank you so much for being on here today. Really appreciate it. A lot of good stuff here. Um, really looking forward to seeing how things shake out for both you and for the, for the field of real estate as a whole. Yeah.
0: Like you yeah said, me in, too, that, man.
1: in that five to 10 year time frame, it's going to be really mm-hmm. interesting to see what happens.
0: For sure. Thanks for having me on. Have a great one.
1: Absolutely. You too. Thank you. All right. See you, man.